Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Now, the man, Izzy, that the show uh, carries his name, uh, although he's he's been having a, a wee moy. He's had a sleep-in on, uh, on, on the old bank holiday weekend, but he's he's up and about now. You got your first coffee and yet is? I've just had my coffee. I'll sit there going, is he and keep you? It's only Kempi and Rick Dog today. Thanks, Lance, for holding the fort down. Honestly, just got up. It's so good. Ah, oh, <laughs> awesome, bro. Oh, that's good. Hey, mate, uh, let's get into it. Saturday night. I know I know. we're talking all the way through the, the weekend with so much sport on, but Saturday night, you must be happy, mate, that they finally put it together and got a, got a oh. decent one. Happy, happy, Kempe. Look, I was thinking of you the whole time, Kempe, because you've been calling for it all year. Geordie Barrett, get him in the 12, and I was just sitting there going, how much of a heart does this bloke have, man? He is as tough as they come. He went out there, he just oh, made everyone think, uh, second guess uh, the decision going from four. And, and, mate, you got to think of this, what he's done. Going from 15 to 12 is not easy. You've got to be a special uh, special player to do that. And he went in there and just did it with so much ease. And another dimension to um, to the team and another thoughtful fuzzy to think about, boys. But I was really happy. Look, I, I, I thought it would be a little bit closer uh, than that. But Australia, man, they're just, their discipline has beaten them down. The most penalised, most carded team in, in rugby championship. So... As soon as the game got flowing and I've seen what kind of mood the boys were in, I knew it was going to be a tough night for Australia. But very, very happy they had to come back from where they were. You know, six weeks ago, we were thinking, man, what is this team? We've lost. They've got so much um, uncertainty in the backroom, coaches and everything. And now they've gone and won two out of the three trophies that, that they're after. So... It puts them in good stead and um, gives them a bit of confidence going to the end of your tour. Mate, the, the, the work that Jason Ryan, Joe Smith, obviously, you know, me and Rick Dog have been talking about it this morning. Fozzie didn't see um, Geordie Barrett being a, a number 12. He, he came out publicly yeah. and said that. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, the group wasn't seen as a front row and all of a sudden he's in the front row with Jace Ryan. So how much impetus have, have both Jace Ryan and uh, Joe Smith, given given to Fozzie, uh, considering where he was at the start of the Irish Test series. Well, I think they've given him a ton of it, you know. And, I, and what I'm seeing is actually uh, three coaches, or you know, four coaches on the same page. You got Scott McLeod on the on the week. You got to commend him for his uh, defensive effort with the with the All Blacks as well. They only leaked 14 points. You know, they had them on a donut for pretty much the whole entire, uh, entire match. So, what I'm seeing is is Fozzie's. You know, put his ego to the side, and he's actually started to listen. He can't do this whole job by himself. I felt like he was probably, um, you know, wasn't was probably relying on himself a little bit too much through that first period, um, and then and understanding that the boys were kind of losing trust in what was going on. Now there's a lot of certainty in what each coach brings to the to the fold, and, and you know you've got Jace Ryan doing a great job with the forwards, um, and a couple of rolling more tries against Australia that just showcased and then they defended a couple and 
you've seen what that that really meant to to um, Case Ryan. You've got Joe Smith. Look, I've never been coached by Joe Smith, so I don't really know. But what I'm hearing is he's a fantastic uh, rugby mind. He brings a different perspective on on playing the game of rugby. He's been up in the north, so they've got some ideas that we're probably not used to down here. So adding that into the fold and look, I just feel like everyone's got their got their certain areas that they cover and they're just really nailing it. But when there's something that needs to be said, they all listen. And mm. no one's bigger than each other and, and no one knows more than each other. So they're all on the same page and they're they're open to ideas, which is what you need. You know, you gotta put your ego to the side and where you've been in the past and come together and do what's best for, for this all week's outfit. So all signs are, are heading in the right direction, but the this, Cindy this at all will know more. There's plenty some quality ties up the north who, as of late, have probably had the wool over us. So, look, uh, I'm confident that we can go up there and, and do the job. I, I thought, um, you know, we left uh, a little bit out there, to be fair, Izzy. I thought when the Aussies went down to 14 twice in the first half, we took the foot off the off the throat a bit, you know, gave away dumb penalties and gave them the ball and they managed to see out a lot of that time with ball in hand because of, of mistakes we made. So I thought there was opportunities there to really put the foot on the throat with the Aussies. But the other thing is that that loose trio went really well. In fact, probably say uh, the best our loose trios performed this season and that was with Dalton Papali at seven. Does that cause Fozzie even more headaches? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, it does. It does. But I guess you've got to you know, look at the reasons why they were able to do what they were able to do. And, and it probably flows on from, um, you know, the boys on defence. They were able to get up and pressure um, Australia. They were making some bone-crunching tackles. They were tackling them behind the game line, so they are always having to go back. So it's easy for those loose forwards to get off and, and do what they do. But, yeah, that does make a bit of a headache. But it's a good headache, you know. Like, now we always thought David Harvey was going to be our incumbent swell going forward. Um, no one could play fullback. Bodie Barrett slips in. We don't want to go back to that dual playmaker uh, role, but we've changed probably the title of it. And Bodie's played fullback. He played outstanding. Will Jordan, he's just probably going to have to suck it up and just say, look, I'm an open-side winger. And um, I'm a right winger, and I'm going to be the best in the world at it when I, when I do it. So he has made um, a, a few selection issues. Um, Adi Savia, is he our, our best eight? Is he going to go and just stay there and, and be our eight? He adds a little bit of difference there. Does Sammy Kane come straight back in? Brody Retellick, how important is that bugger to our team? Man, he's just so, mm. so good. Sammy Whitelock. The best thing about that, the biggest thing is, Sammy, well, what about Sammy's decision-making? Mm. You know, like... When the, when the pressure was on, um, he wasn't humming and hiring, going around. He was like, okay, I'm going to make this call and made the precise uh, decisive call. And it was nine times out of ten, it was, it was the right call. So I don't know about you boys, but I really loved the way that he led the team and just how precise he was with, with all his decision-making. Um, but, yeah, look, it's, <laughs> you, you, if you think about it, we're a bit worried about our depth. Oh, maybe we've got too much depth at the moment because every player's... Um, can slip into that role and, and seamlessly take it over. So it's, a, it's probably a good problem to have, lad. Yeah, it's probably just raised a, raised a few more questions, though, and it is, you know, like, is Sammy Whitelock the best um, skipper? You get no Sam Kane there yet. They put on a clinical display with, with uh, Papa Lee in it, in it, the loose trio. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, what happens, lad? I think, what happens? Yeah, do, you keep Sam, do you keep Sammy Whitelock as a captain? I reckon you do, is, and I'll say why, because he's one of the first names on the team sheet. You know he'll play 80 minutes. He's the best player in his position, yeah. and I don't think you can say the same thing about mm-hmm. Sam Kane. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. I tend to agree, Les. And 
I said this a while ago. Look, if, uh, if Sammy Kane, we were going to get Sammy Kane back to where he was, I think you've got to take all the pressure off him. Let him just play and let him just focus on his game and his role and let Sammy, Kane, uh, Sammy Whitelock do that role. And, mate, Sammy loves it. Mm. He, mate, he's born a leader. He would have he been you know, born with uh, 600 brothers around him. He had to just fight his whole life to get what, anything he never needed. And he's just a, he's just a real calming influence. And, and that's what I've seen on the weekend. I've, He's, I've been captained by him back in the Crusaders, and mate, he just he's just so relaxed. But when it's when it's time to you know do the mahi, he just flips that switch really really quick. So I, I'm the same with you boys. I reckon just keep him in there. There's a reason why they went back to him. They could have went to Artie and said to Artie um, to to take over the role. But I think when you want someone to lead and, and ask the hard questions, Sammy Whitelock will do that. And uh, so I'd leave him in there. Keep him as our skipper. Talking about hard questions, what about the Battle of the Bays, mate? Oh, <laughs> don't get me started, <laughs> Now you've ruined it. Now you've ruined it. Yes, yes, that was a tough old, uh, tough night. I've got to, I've, uh, got to donate 100 bucks to Child Cancer Foundation because Mark from Tauranga did it last time we had a, a bit. So I'll, I'm a man of my word. I'll donate that. I lost man. 20 bucks to another guy. And uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. But anyway, the you know at least I don't feel like Brett from Huntley and Beaver who got confident about one hundred. They got a hiding. Okay? <laughs> they, they did get a hiding. They got a hiding, mate. And I think the biggest disappointment we talked about this earlier. You know, Wellington. This uh, you know they they talk about the storied history of Wellington rugby. First time they have a shield defence in thirteen years. It's on a Saturday afternoon, yeah. and three thousand oh, people turn up. What's going on? Mm, it's horrible. It's horrible viewing, man. I seen a photo on. Um, I think I think you uh, tweeted actually, Ricardo. I seen the photo of that empty stand. I'm thinking, mate, this is a this is a shield that used to bring everyone to the stadium, and it brings so much hype. Like, and that's what I love about it because I, I speak on when Hawks Bay had it, mate. We had eight thousand people there, and yes, we are a smaller stadium, so it probably uh, looks a lot fuller than than Sky Stadium. But we, it still brought everyone together. I hope Wellingtonians know how special that shield is and, and what it means to, to the provinces. Because if it doesn't, yeah, I'm, I'm like you, mate. It's, it's sad when you look in the stands and all you see is yellow seats. It's, uh, it doesn't make good viewing. And I can't stand it because TJ and Jules keep putting up photos of the shield. I'm like, mate, get out. Get out. It's locked away for summer. It's in the right place. It's at home. <laughs> oh, that's the only downfall of it. But... Uh-huh. Mate, I hope the Wellingtonians can get behind it because it's so special. No, I think you know. To be honest, after having seen his Twitter Twitter feed, uh, the reason Waikato <laughs> really didn't win the uh, the shield is because they couldn't get it out of Daniel McCarty's hands. I mean, he's got photos of oh. a snake with that shield everywhere. <laughs> oh, it's tainted now. It's tainted. <laughs> uh, what's the plan, Izzy? What's the plan for uh, the last day of the long weekend? Oh, mate, just going to chill out. I'm out at Cleveland with Daisy's family. We're just having a real cool time. The kids are here. We've been um, towing them behind the, the truck with um, a bit of cardboard, and I've just, you know, you know, doing that little paddock, paddock um, bugging around the paddocks. We've been out there just shooting a few South Sydney rabbitos, and, yeah, mate, just been having a having a good old time, mate, and just uh, eating lots of food, lads. We've bacon and eggs out there, and I'm like, today I'm not going to eat because I've just been eating the whole time. But I can't help it when you get up and there's bacon, eggs, coffee. I'm like, oh. So that'll be me, lads. That'll be me just today. And just probably 
licking my wounds from the CAB over the weekend. Oh, tough old weekend on the pun again. Wonder, how good was that race yesterday with Moonga coming through the inside there to pick, pick up a $4.80 place bet, but alligator blood just took off and they couldn't catch it, not even the great Thunderstruck. Uh, Ozaki, oh, so um, I had it. I had thunderstruck Kimpy and the alligator blood got it done. But Ricardo, Ricardo comes on to to the show and does a couple of sessions every, every now and then. He always leaves with a TAB had a, had a little bet on something. Surely you've had a punt on something today, Ricardo. I actually I haven't yet. I did make money though on my <laughs> Parramatta eels. Is he to beat the Cowboys? I did Ooh. get, I did get on that. So that that that's no, still, rub, still rubbing it in. There's still, there's still, still a little bit of money sitting in the account, mate, that I might be able to use today. Have you, have you, uh, Louis Herman? What strangely didn't pick up his phone at twenty past six when we rang him for the Love Racing update, mate? Uh, have you, have you got a tip for us, is he? <laughs> have I got a tip for you? There might be a wee tip for Wednesday, boys. I'm just waiting for the draw to come out, and then I'll see. I'll see my horse is racing. Hopefully, oh, we can But I'm not surprised Louis didn't pick up his phone. He was, he was bloody, he was all over the show uh, last night at probably about eleven o'clock at night. He's so still I'm texting. Surprised he didn't wake up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be still fast asleep, mate. Getting ready for the show tomorrow. Hey, uh, thanks for coming on this morning, mate, and and enjoying the breakfast with us for uh, you know your nice hot coffee that you've just enjoyed while you've just woken up. <laughs> But, um, you know, yeah, talk, talk tomorrow, mate. We've got, obviously, lots this week to talk about. Rugby, grand final coming up. How good. Penrith, Parramatta, the West City. Yeah, and uh, our good mate, Paulie Cole's just gone down, actually, over in uh, the one of the finals. He's got beaten by Alfar and uh, straight sets. Alfarag. Bugger, bugger. We're, we're right behind Pacoldi, and uh, we're going to miss it. He's, um, he's come back. You know, he lost his first round. He, he went, uh, his, his last event, he actually fell out in the first round. So he made the final. He'll be down and, and gutted about that. But, uh, um, four four we'll sets, he went down 3-1. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. Hey, GS this week, Ken P, women's and men's. How good. Yeah. And the eels are in both. I'll just put that in there. I know. I know. I know, mate. Do you see that um, Gail? Uh, Gail. Uh, Broughton. Gail Broughton. The Taranaki yeah, girl. She's playing yep. for the eels. Ooh. She can play. She's a uh, she's a beautiful yeah. lad. Go well, is he? Thank Thanks. you, boys. Thanks, Appreciate brother. It. I'm going to go eat my breakfast now. You yeah, do that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> jealous. I'm jealous. I got I got the FOMO going on. Uh, it is uh, 12 away from 10 here on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.